of Jack Podcast. Hello, I'm Maureen. And I'm Kai. In the last episode, we invited Mr. Kenneth Cole, owner of Captain K Seafood Tower, and Eun Sushi to share about his FMB journey. Okay, so today we have Derek, the man behind one of the most popular food blogs in Singapore, SG Food on Food. Today with us, we will be discussing about some of the comments that we have come across on our social media platform. Let's give a round of applause to Derek. <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Derek. I'm the man behind the food blog SG Food Food. I've been writing for almost 11 years. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. What's so special about your food blog? Oh, my food blog is actually concentrated on recommending food places near the MRT stations. Ah, what? Like that only? Ah, uh, like that lah. <laughs> <laughs> no lah. Both of you being food writers, right? I'm sure that a lot of people actually follow your recommendations online and uh, sometimes they even have to brave long queues, maybe one to two hours to have the food that you recommended. So you know like, the longer you wait, the more frustrated we get and the food turns out to be not as good as you all describe it on your food blogs. Then you will receive like nasty or nonsensical comments online. And uh, actually I have picked out a few today so that we can have a short discussion about these comments. So the first comment that I came across is this particular comment uh, that says, Oh, why do you feature Store X? Why not Store Y? Store Y has been around so long, it's always long queue. Why do you want to feature about Store X? Okay la, I think. Lai lai lai. Why? Why you never feature Store Y? Why you feature Store X? Most football cover new establishments, so definitely the new will attract more readers and people want to go and try the food. Uh, well, I think it's not about the number of years you have been in the store or in that hawker center. It's really about what's so interesting in it. Or maybe, you know, we must give a chance to the new hawkers. La. You always feature the store. Why? Store Y has been there for 50 years. feature Still feature for what? While Store X, maybe new, upcoming, you know, he wants to learn, he wants to be hardworking. So we give him a chance. We try already. We think, okay, we're pie, not bad. Then we just feature law. So I don't think it's really about the number of years, but it's maybe about if there is a unique selling point to it. I agree. And you have politically <laughs> correct. <laughs> How do you strike a balance between like featuring new stores and old stores? Are you really just looking for a story behind it? I think I agree with Maureen, especially for a new one. Definitely want to introduce new things to your readers to go and try. And of course, uh, for us, we also want to ourselves want to go and try whether that new place is nice or not. And then like Maureen said, some places already there for a thousand years and everybody is at featuring. Why do you still want to go and talk about it? I mean, you can always find it on your social media or, or any platforms. And also I think you are right, Kai. I mean, you need to track a balance between the old and new stores. So sometimes I still go for the Lao Wei Tao, places that has been there for a long time, but they are just things that I love to eat. So I'm not really like, oh, one week I must do five new stores and two old stores. I, I don't do like that. I just really go by feel. If today I really want to eat this old school kway chap, I will just go and eat. And if next week I see, oh, there's a reader who recommended me a new kway chap place, which is not bad, I will also do it. I don't think there is really a SOP or protocol when it comes to this. Just now we talked about writing new stores. Why, why do you write new stores? Why do you write old stores? Then we have another group of readers that says, Wow, Lao, this store so popular already. You write for what? Why do you write about the newer ones? Then how? One this one, one that one, one group one old one, one group one new one, then what your one? You think very easy to write, man. I think you all need to treat us like we are like you. For new things you want to go and try also. Like especially when you see somebody recommend a new place, 
We ourselves also want to go and try whether it's nice or not. So that's why you'll see us writing more on the new stuff. But we also want to try old stuff. Like sometimes it's not that we purposely feature new things. Just that happens that I am at some area and then I realize that this particular food store is still here. So I want to go back and try the flavors that I enjoyed previously mm. or last time. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think to be honest, like, this is not like a newspaper. We started all with passion and we started all on sharing about places that we really want to eat and try. For me, I live in the Amokyo area for many, many years. So for me to travel to Commonwealth, I may be trying some old stores that people love or people recommend. But when I'm in Amokyo area, I've tried it for so many years. Of course, I want to try something new. So I guess balance law. Yeah, to us, it's no new or old because it really depends where you stay, where you go, whether this store have you ever tried before. Yeah, so we are just like you all. Certain places you have not tried and we also have not tried before. So we just want to experience it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, every hawker stores uh, will have their own share of opportunity. La. On a somewhat similar note, I also have seen a comment like, uh, let's say you talk about Heartland Hawker Centre where a lot of people stays around there. And then people will say, Wow, I have lived here for don't know what, 300 years, uh, but all these stores not even popular. So why do you include inside your list? Is there anything that you all want to share about this? I think it's also you want to curate like best recommendations. That is why sometimes you put all this, I'll say food store in that area. Yeah. So when you are curating these best stores that you can eat at this particular food center, why do you just include all the popular store? Because end of the day, you will not be bashed by your reader saying that wow this store not even popular i stay here 300 years i don't even eat it so why do you put it inside can you put all the like 10 popular store will do instead of just including some of the lesser known ones i think it's very hard because your best may not be my best any any competition you may say oh this should be the winner or that should be the winner okay i have a disclaimer first ah. really like what Derek say neither best gun or the best couldn't put young the best and i think taste is very subjective right from the start so for me, when we curate a hawker store listicle, for example, I've always tried to include some of the popular ones and maybe some stores which I haven't tried before and I think it's decent, not bad. So it's not really just to cater to uh, people living in Bedok, but maybe people living in Jurong or even tourists who are here in Singapore for the first time or in this hawker center for the first time and they want to try flavors which are okay, not bad, decent and something representative of Singapore. So this is what I have compiled together. And I think to be fair, even if you have stayed in a particular area for 300 years, right, you might not be even aware of a new store opening. And even if you know, you will probably will not even give it a chance to taste the food at all because you will see that, oh, this is a new store, there's no queue, so why should I you know, buy something from them? I will just go back to the old store. Which contradicts because people always say, hey, this store has been there for so long, why you never feature? But do you realize that some old stores oh, has been there for so long, oh, wow, their taste oh, 真的是不好吃. <laughs> okay, la, give us some benefit of doubts. Uh, because sometimes, like, so you say, maybe when we go down, it's not the master cooking, or you know, maybe after, yeah, let's say you live here 30 years, that was probably the father-mother uh, skill, and then you hand over to the next generation. So they will play a difference when we go and try them, yeah. Wait, uh, I... I got one question. Are we only talking about hawker centers? Are we also talking about cafes or restaurants? Everything that's being written inside your blogs or 
not just hawker centers. Okay, for restaurant, I think um most of the comments I seen or I get is probably attitude, service, and feedback, comments, uh, feedbacks. Yeah, I haven't got a comment that almost like one page long letters. It can narrate point to point what happens and then even leave a phone number for you to call if you doubt his complaint or feedback yeah did he realize that you are a website not the restaurant's complaint page <laughs> unfortunately that's the case uh, for some readers and followers we appreciate the comments but we are just a food blogger or you know a food website we are not the owner of the restaurants i actually heard before that people put on comment they say they want to make a reservation Same. okay yeah. <laughs> for us also can i book a table for seven tonight uh please call me back why nobody call me hello do you realize that this is miss tamja and actually for food it's not the restaurant's page leh. okay so uh, then we go on to the next uh, point, which is not nice at all. Eh? Must be paid one. La. So what do you have to say about this? When people doubt the authenticity of the article you have written, they think that wow, you write until wu leng wu ho, and they think it's actually a sponsored post. You call that the old man who owns you money. Do you think he will tell you anything? He will tell you, "Little man, I have You think so easy to get paid? Ah? Everything paid, paid, paid. Then you don't read newspaper anymore. Lah. You don't read website anymore. Lah. You just go yourself and try. Lah, huh? Derek. <laughs> paid or not paid, I think it's also very hard to say. Lah, because let, let's put it this way. Lah. Even your own mother's cooking, right? not every day is nice. So I think there will be sometimes things to be not to the standard. We also cannot guarantee 100%. I mean, it's very human. Yeah. For Miss Tam Chia, whether it's a paid article or not, it is very clearly stated at the end of the article. We will say that whether this post is sponsored by so-and-so. So I think based on that, you will be able to know whether this particular post is paid by the advertiser or not. But at the end of the day, for most of the hawkers article that is being published on Miss Tamjia, right? We pay for the food. But of course, there are owners who are very nice. They say, hey, never mind, lah. Hey, just have this bowl of rice for free or whatever. For, for me, I think marketing is part and parcel of every business. For me, like some, some restaurant may just say, hey, uh, actually for food, can you come down to try my food? Like, or we call it food tastings. You can say that the food that you try is very different. For me, it's when I go there, they may take extra effort for me to try the food. But to me, it's, I see that if you can take extra effort, that means this is your full potential. So I will base on what I'm served on that day to make the recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> we... We don't really accept food tastings uh, in Miss Tamcha. Mm. Okay, uh, so next time, if you want to know whether a particular article is paid or not, I think you can just pay closer attention to what is being written on the article. And of course, if you have evidence to say that, wow, this Miss Tamcha received money from this hawker store, the article fake one, please just show us the evidence that you have. We welcome you to do so, rather than making baseless accusations online, at which I think it's totally not constructive at all. Uh. Wow, wow, this one I got to say something. So usually for hawker places, we really go and cover on our own or we base on readers' uh, recommendations or maybe Derek's recommendation also. So nice or not is really a very subjective thing. Like for example, Hokkien Mee, you like wet or dry? Derek? Wet. Ah, maybe Kai and I like dry leh? Then how? Then I go to your wet place, You, I say not nice. Then how? Just like, actually just like today, right? Today we eat one dish, uh, this Tua Chai dish. I like the dish so much, but they say <laughs> it's not nice. It's very bitter. So I think it's like very subjective. <laughs> yeah, seriously, guys. Say to Tua Chai. You tell me Tua Chai is so cool, so Do you, bitter. <laughs> Teochew love Tua Chai, okay? <laughs> 
was so same. So there was one incident uh, where I covered this place that serves Pachomi and He Pyoteng. At that point in time, right, I thought it was a decent bowl. Some more is 24 hours open for supper. Whole day. For me, it's good food, lah, comfort food. Where can you get very good fish more Pachomi at 3am, you tell me. So to me, at that moment, right, wow, I think not bad. Some more near my house, ma. so I write law. Wow, I tell you. Wow, this one very Hong Kong one. This one, I think I know where. Uh, somewhere in the central one. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, uh, the queue uh, went all the way until the HDB next block. Eh. Then I gonna shoot left, right, center, up, down, you know. How then? How then? Uh, huh? A long queue. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But the point is, people will tell me, no more fish more. Uh. Where got nice? Uh? I queue for two hours. Uh. Must be you get paid. Uh. Yeah, I think that's one very realistic thing. Especially when you are in a queue and you queue for very long, your expectation become higher and then when you taste the food, you're like, uh, not worth it. Yeah. As with all other hawker stores, unless they are manned by robots, it's always a human behind the store cooking, preparing the food. So as the queues get longer, that means they have to work longer, they have to keep working and without having any rest in between, they will get tired as well. There might be a compromise on the quality of the food. That's really... No need to be so critical, especially when there's a long queue at a particular food store. Just be patient, wait for your turn. Be more receptive to what is being dished out to you. Look, look at it from a bigger picture rather than just, you know, this bowl is not nice. With that, we move on to the next point, which is, okay, this particular comment. Wow, you know how to eat one or not? It's not even nice when I try. Or maybe this person didn't even try lah. He just based on the photos that you have taken and then say, wow, this one don't look nice at all. Sorry ah, is not my photo真的不是很好看? I will improve on myself. <laughs> Back to the same story, benefit of doubts. Who is behind the walk or who is behind the dish and then sometimes how long has been the queue or how long has been working. It's, it's, it's a human behind the walk, yeah. Mm. I think it's not only about hawker stores, I think restaurants also. I mean, there are always labor crunch and all. And sometimes you only get uh, maybe part-timers to come or even the kitchen is short-handed. So I think there are really like bad days. We just have to give you a benefit of doubt. Sometimes, you know, it's just, oh, today is really a bit salty. But Sometimes also you need to realize that if you go on the internet, some of the articles could be written back in 2017 or 2018. By that time, it could be another different chef healing the restaurant or what, and then things may have changed down the road. When you visit, it could be another new person. And I think for Miss Tamjia, right, we have interns writing for us. It is very encouraging that some of these interns actually volunteered to spend their holidays with us at Miss Tamjia to hone some of their skills. So they are probably like early 20 years old, young adults. The experience, the taste, why they probably don't try all the good food in this world to really determine whether the bowl of noodle or rice that they have, is it really good or not, or really up to most people's expectation. We should give them the opportunity to learn. This is why they are called interns, right? If you see that the article is being written by an intern, then just pang chance a bit, la. don't be so critical. Okay, la, maybe I, I share a bit on how I train my interns. La. So, interns, right, when they first come into the company, they will be like, wow, this is good, this is I want to write, that one I want to write. So that's where supervisors come in to tone them down a bit. And then, let's say, just for one of the interns, when she came in, she want to write this shoba, that shoba, and this rosa, and that rosa. So before she wrote anything, I always try to bring them to a few of my favorite places. And then I'll let them try the food. And I tell them that, you know, 
修巴不是什么汤都好吃，不是 crispy skin 就好吃。There must be a certain standard to it. There must be like different layers of fat to it for them to really understand a dish. I mean, I started from an intern in a publishing company, and that's where I learned how to really enjoy a dish. End of the day, just give these interns a chance to learn. If I can get all interns that is like KFC to right, then I, then I really hose already. You mean so, like KFC to taste bud lah? Ah right? yes yes yes. So. <laughs> It's not easy to come by lah, you know, such talent. So yeah, let's just give them a chance to learn. It's a journey lah. Everybody start from ground zero. Just like you probably taste your first bowl of bar chow mi, and then you start to eat more. And then you it probably you eat the second bowl, and they say, "Eh, the second bowl is better than the first bowl." Then you eat the third bowl, and then say, the third bowl maybe slightly better than the second bowl. So that is how you train your taste bud, and you slowly grow with the knowledge. But I, I'm really happy to see that you know some of you actually go and try the food. Come back and say that you know it's not nice. But for those who really just based on photos and say, "Hey, this one confirmed not nice one." Ah, then I really can't put in here because I think at the end of the day we are just helping the hawkers here by promoting their food store. We hope that you know people will go down and try their food, give them at least a chance. If you think that you know I have tried the food and really it's not nice, ah, then okay lah. It's fair that you make such a comment, ah. But if you have not even tried, then I don't think it's fair at all. The next comment that I have come across it's uh, eh, don't call yourself Miss Tamjia or SG Food on Food lah. Change to Miss Luanjia or maybe SG Food my food. Dang dang dang. No lah, I'm just quoting an example lah. So when you read this kind of comment where they you know they sort of alter your name or resort to name calling, do you get affected? For me, I kind of try to ignore because 越看越脱灰啊 Yeah, so don't don't spoil your day over this type of comments. Why not change to a new idea, lah? Miss new idea, lah. New idea, lah. Okay, I think being woman, we are more emotional when it comes to this kind of thing. So I'm very thankful that I don't have to deal with it because Kai is the one who deals with all the comments. I basically focus on curating good content, and then whatever that happens online, Kai will handle it. So I don't read forums, I don't read comments, I don't read anything except if there's a mistake, I will change it. To be honest, ah, I also get affected, ah. Because end of the day, it is my wife that is being scolded, ah. So, hey, I will, I when I read the comments, like, hey, why, why this person like that one? Why, why do you have to make such a comment? 你们越红越多这种 face， 没有嘞，没有嘞。How how do you overcome this kind of negative feelings? I think like I say earlier, lah. Probably men, like I say, not so emotional. I always refer to the like uh those Hong Kong drama show or Hong Kong uh celebrity scene because like I say, 越红越多是非。Just ignore. Don't waste your time on quarreling over the social media or what. Just do what you want to do and continue what you want to do. And these type of people are just minority of your followers or readers. And I'm happy that you don't follow me. I'm okay. Yeah, true. I actually really encourage people. If you are so critical about our recommendations, ah, I suggest if it's so simple to read our article or you know all ten out of ten recommendations that you have tried, they are all no good. Ah, please don't follow us. Find someone else to follow because I can never please you, and you will always come back to us, and then you know write on all these、uh, social media platforms to criticize us. 就是说，我的 taste 跟你的 taste 不一样咯，连大家就不要勉强的在一起，去找别人吧。For me, I go for social media detox. Lah, I don't, I don't see when I don't need to see. Okay, the next comment I see is this: like you know, there are people who think that they are chef as well. So they will really question. Oh, this chicken rice don't even have uh this particular ingredient. How can it be nice? And they give you a very disgusted emoji. How do you all usually react to this kind of comments? 
I don't remember seeing this comment, but I remember someone say, hey, Char Kway Teow got no pork lard. How can it be nice? Uh, that was an article we written about this Char Lao Char Kway Teow. So to me, I felt if Char Kway Teow got no lard, but it's still tasty and it's suitable for our Muslim friends, why not? And to me, it's what's more pokey. Of course, you know, Char Kway Teow, definitely we must have the pork lard and all, but how come we cannot be more welcoming? I mean, if this dish is accepted by more people and it's Bui Pai one, then I think this kind of comment is really redundant. Let me say this I think most of Miss Tam Chia recommendations are usually quite legit and quite popular stores. Thank you, what they are Yeah, so basically, the question I'll ask back to whoever the chef comments that why are you not opening a store on your own or why is your store not doing as good? Yeah, yeah la, talk so much. Why don't you open a store yourself? I agree with Maureen. I think these kind of comments are usually more prevalent in articles where our Muslim friends uh, prepare like Chinese food. Then they will start commenting, oh, why is there no this ingredient, no that ingredient? So I think Maureen is really spot on. I think knowing the recipe or knowing how the techniques and cooking or the you know putting effort into a dish is very different of running a store. So when we walk the ground, we probably know you need to consider other stuff like ingredient cost. So it's, a, it's very different. Uh, yeah. Again, this kind of comment usually come from people who didn't even try the food. There, there might be a chance whereby this chef could have substitute that missing ingredient with something else and he could have produced a really wonderful result without having to use that ingredient at all. Back to my earlier point is that at least give it a chance, try it and then decide whether it's nice or not. Or even never open a store themselves to experience the, the hardship behind it. Yeah. Okay, okay. I got one incident. So there was this time that someone actually featured Hainanese chicken rice. That person went to describe about how Hainanese chicken rice is being made. So there are a lot of schools of thoughts. One of them think that, okay, Hainanese chicken rice, you definitely need to put into the ice bath before you serve. Another school of thought is, Hainanese chicken rice, you don't put into ice bath. You actually air dry it. Then there are connoisseurs like Lao Tao, people who can really eat. They will tell you, hey, this one is not traditional Hainanese chicken rice. La. You say this one chicken rice, but this one is not. <laughs> yeah, so my point is, yes, correct. They are traditional way of doing things okay to be honest the food tastes okay so why must you be so stringent and strict about how the dish is being cooked ultimately back to the very early comments that we have do you want to queue for two hours or you get your food like 10 minutes i think there's like i say opening a store has other consideration it's not doing home cook whereby you you can spend hours dishing out a dish Okay, so I think I have shared all the comments that I have seen online. As someone who is monitoring the social media platforms for Miss Tam Chia, right? I don't delete comments as long as they are not offensive, as long as no vulgarities used. Even tend to leave those uh, borderline comments alone. I mean, like I said earlier on, if it's so simple to follow our recommendation, then I'd rather you not follow. And if you're always here to come and cor- correct my English, I think you'll go and read Straits Time better. At the end of the day, we do welcome constructive comments if you think certain store is better just share with us in the comment section and say oh i think this store is better i mean we really thank you for your recommendations and if we have not tried the store yet and of course we also respect your opinion that you know you think that this store is nicer yeah 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 Derek, i heard got people say your angmo and my angmo not, not good leh yeah, even got website all you know, published like people's articles correct the angmo one also <laughs> yeah. a lot of website come out <laughs> 
we just want to create a very pleasant and positive social media space. So just be nice to everyone and don't be so intimate and critical about things. La. That's true. La. And bad comments also not bad, but as long as it's not personal and it's not like a vulgarity, we welcome you to leave any comments on our websites or our blog or our social media platform. But it will be a bit taken too far if you personal attack or, or even attack the restaurants. Yeah. Okay, so with that, we'll end today's podcast. Thank you so much to SG Food on Food, Derek, for coming over. So please check out his website, he does hawker, he does restaurants, he does cafe, and he tries very hard for it. It's three men's team, right? Three men's team. Uh, yes, right? three men's team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so please check out edgyfoodonfood.com. And our podcast is also available on Spotify. So please follow us and be updated when we release a new episode. Thank you so much, Derek. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. everyone.